I think I heard a cork pop. Being asked to give a toast at a wedding is a huge compliment, but also quite the responsibility. Make sure you're ready by listening to this episode where we share all of our best tips and tricks. Clink, clink, everybody grab a drink. You got engaged. Congratulations. Happy? Yes. Joyful time? Of course. Now what? Timelines, to-do list, and checklist? 100%. Don't worry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. Hi, I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. We have over 50 years of wedding industry experience between us. We have seen it, heard it, done it, and found a way around it. We are here to get you from down on one knee to down the aisle. Our podcast will cover everything from you saying yes to the I do's and all that happens in between. So buckle up and enjoy the journey. Now, let's get started with this episode. Okay, this episode Sharon's been wanting to talk about for quite a while, but Mike, before she takes over, we're going to be talking about all things toast. And this is one of the most important things, especially when it comes to uh, the maid of honor and the best man, because we have seen some crazy things out there and Sharon's got the perfect tips for it too. Sharon, are you ready to take it away? I am so ready. This is something I have been wanting to talk about for quite some time. Um, Wedding toast. I I have quite a few tips for those, like Mike said, and just some things that, you know, you should and shouldn't do. Um, The first thing is I, I know that young people today, they live and breathe by their phones. We love our phones, but please do not write your toast on your phone. Because if your toast is on your phone and you get it, you get up to give your toast and you're holding that phone, the light from your phone will definitely affect the pictures and it will not be in a good way. Photographers absolutely hate that. The other thing I have seen happen is when you use your phone, you know, say you're the maid of honor, you've been there since 7 a.m. getting hair and makeup done your phone dies. So your whole speech is on your phone and your phone is dead. Um, that's definitely um, one thing is let's let's go ahead and go old school and put the toast on a piece of paper. Um, you can type it out. You can write it out. Doesn't matter. The other thing, I'm sorry, Christina, go ahead. Well, Sharon, all I was going to say is If you don't think for a second that the light on your phone will cause you some problems, go out and do a Google search or go to wherever you want to look something up and you can see how many photographers have shown these excellent photos by the light reflecting off of a person on their toast. And like you said, that's one of the most important parts of the the event itself You want those photos to cherish for a lifetime. So that's all I wanted to add to what you said. Well, on on top of that, too, I mean, you know, in photographs, I mean, it's going to look like that 
they're standing there on their phone, especially in photographs. I mean, it's like they're ignoring you, but really, even though you're the center of attention at that moment, pictures don't show that. Video, we understand, but photography, no. That's true. Well, the other thing, sorry, Sharon, the other thing too, Mike, when you mentioned that, I'm sorry, like I love technology, but in my opinion, there's a place for it. And when you're giving a toast, you've been selected that day to play such an important role for this couple. To read something off of your phone, it just to me does not carry the impact, the emotion, the just, I guess, being real and authentic in the moment, reading from a script. Now, I've given speeches before, and of course, I've got to have some notes to glance and look at, but I've been to weddings before. I'm not going to mention any by name, but they've really been reading line by line on their phone, not even acknowledging the couple or anybody in the audience. Even when a joke was read, they didn't even pause. I feel like there's just a time and place for technology. I 100% agree. The other tip I have about actually how to prepare your toast is when you do type it out on that piece of paper, go ahead and either email a copy to the wedding planner or print off a copy. I always promise my my maid of honor best man, I'm not going to read it. I know it's very personal. Put it in a sealed envelope. Bring it to me at rehearsal. Bring it to your wedding planner at rehearsal. And I will carry that copy for you. So if during dinner you spill your drink on your toast or you lose your copy, That way your wedding planner is right there to bail you out. And all you have to do is look at me and I know you need a copy of your toast and there we go. So there's no one knows that they did ever got lost or got wet or anything like that. And I've actually had two weddings where um, a drink was spilled on the speech. So you want to be able to have a backup for that. Um, So just a couple of things there as far as like getting ready to give your toast. Sharon, if I can, if I can plug in here for just a second, two things I would like to mention is don't forget about congratulating the couple, whether you want to do that in the first sentence of it, or as you start, the other thing is don't forget to introduce yourself because not everyone knows who you are or your relationship, why you've been selected to do that. And Mike, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, you, like you said earlier, you have been chosen to be this maid of honor, best man, whatever, matron of honor. And that's a very important position to hold in a wedding. Uh, And I mean, take it seriously. I mean, they have planned this day for a year and they want it to be perfect. Don't get up there and, you know, act silly. And I mean, I know it's times to do that and not to do that. But I mean, it's time for you to shine and say great words about your best really your best friend. I mean, if you're the maid of honor, the best man, you're an important part of this, this wedding. And it, you need to take it seriously. You really do. I think it's great to tell a joke or share a funny story, but like Mike just said, you don't want to cross the line. You don't want to embarrass anyone or hurt anyone's feelings. So I think that's super important. Another thing that I think super is, I'm sorry, I think is super important is make sure that we thank the host you know, and by host, I mean, who's, who's paying the bill? You want to thank, you know, if it's the parents of the bride, if it's the bride and groom, you want to thank them 
for this wonderful event they've put on and for having all of you. Um, I think that's really, really important is to acknowledge your host. Well, I'm, another thing that I want to say is, I mean, I know we're talking about the best man, the maid of honor right now, talking about speeches. But, you know, the moms and the dad give speeches, too. And, um, you know, I think it's really important to be a mom or a dad to to plan and think about what you're going to say. Uh, normally, the the parents doesn't, and especially the dad, doesn't write on write it down, and it, it comes from the heart. But you know, sometimes if you practice and get what you want to say down before you come up that night, because I mean, I've been at weddings where the dad just goes on and on and on, and then he gets kind of nervous, and then he forgets what he's saying. But if you plan in advance, it's so, it runs so much smoother. And it's another more thing comfortable with the parents' speeches. With the parents' speeches too, is they're always afraid they're going to cry. I, you know, I, I get asked that. Oh, all I time. would cry. I would cry. Well, and I, you know what? I, I, not to be like mean, but it's ten times better if they cry. Yeah. I love. If I you do, don't cry, I, there's something wrong with you. I love a good father of the bride speech where he just gets up there and you can see that you know he's all in his feelings. I, I love a good father of the bride speech. So I think it's okay if you cry. Um, I think and, it is. And Sharon, the other thing I would add to kind of summarize what both of you all are saying is all you're saying is give this situation the respect it deserves for the couple, for the host, for the entire event. And I think that's what it comes down to. If that's practicing, if that's not drinking all the liquor you can before you give the toast. Please, whatever. Lord. Yeah. That's what? another That's another episode. Sorry, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but just treat it with the same respect you would want someone to treat your situation. 100%. I think it is very important to practice. Um, I get asked a lot. I'll get an email from the maid of honor or best man, and they want to know how long the toast should be. Um, I go with the whole three's a charm. I think three minutes is just about perfect. I've noticed if you go, I, I've seen him go up to like 10. You start getting that long, you've lost him. I think I mean, after five minutes, you've lost yeah, them. Five really. minutes should be your absolute max, but that sweet spot is about three minutes. So if you practice it and you time yourself, you might decide you need to add a little meat to it, or you might decide you need to cut some extra out of it. Um, because I think three minutes is definitely that sweet spot. The other thing you want to do is make sure if you're the best man of made of or maid of honor, that you are acknowledging both members of the couple not just that person that you're standing up for. So I think it's great to start out by acknowledging that person that you're the closest to and that you have that significant relationship with. But then I think we definitely need to somehow acknowledge the other member of our newlywed couple um, in our speech as well. Maybe what you thought when you first met them or what you appreciate about them. But you definitely want to make sure that you don't just talk about one of the members of the couple. I think that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that too much, but you're really speaking into their new life together, not just on the past. So I think that's a really good point, Sharon. Um, the other thing too, that when I've been to weddings, I feel like they're so full of stories or inside jokes that 
is only between the bride and the matron of honor or only between the groom and the best man. Nobody actually understands because it's so inside. Mm -hmm. So do you recommend steering clear of some of that? I think inside jokes are fine, but you have to explain them. You have to kind of, you know, tell tell the story, if you will, a little bit um, behind the inside joke. And another thing I, I, I just can't stress enough is um, if you've been friends or, or your family to this person and you've known him for a long, long time, before you start telling these stories or, or the inside jokes, just take one second and think, what would they want their new in-laws to hear? Ooh, this is a good one. So that is good. If if it's something that 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 person would not sit across from their new father-in-law and talk about at the dinner table, it's probably not something we want to tell in front of 250 people, <laughs> including the new in-laws. So I think I think you do. I, I love the, the stories. I mean, that's one of the things I love about weddings is I want to know, you know, I want to know the couple. I want to know the story. I want to know um, everything I can. But I also have seen it go too far. So well, th this whole conversation reminds me of a movie, and I don't know if you all have seen it or not, but uh, the movie Bridesmaid. Yes, and, yes. Oh, and, I love it. I mean, I just love it. One of my favorite. But when there's actually a maid of honor and a matron of honor and they get up there to give their speech and they were like fighting against each other. And it's like, that's a good example of not, of what not to do. Because I mean, it's about the couple that day. It's not about other friendships or anything like that. And, and you know, you want to make it funny and have fun, but just think about the couple and, you know, they're getting ready to start their life together. And that's what you need to, you're like, give them a send off speech that you love them and so on. So for sure. That and that's mind. another thing too, is don't make it about you. Yeah. It's not about you at all. But, you know, go through that speech and count how many times you're using the word I. Um, you want to make sure <laughs> that it stays focused on the couple. You want to make sure that it's not anything that's going to be embarrassing or hurtful. Um, and I even, I know it seems like this doesn't or should not need to be said, but it totally does. Do not, do not, red flag, stop sign, do not talk about an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend of the couple in your speech. I've seen that done. I never thought I would see it. And as a wedding planner, I just want to go in linebacker style and tackle that person and stop it right there because I'm telling you, Somebody ain't gonna be happy about that. <laughs> I so, love you, Sharon. I wish I was that that one. <laughs> I mean, it. I have seen it happen, and they think it's a funny story. But I promise you, that person that just married your best friend does not think that's a funny story. I'll be honest. I've attended a wedding. This has been quite a long time ago, and I, the person, when they spoke, there was a best man said something along the lines of, I'm so glad it's not so-and-so that is here on this day. And I mean, the room was silent. They were getting ready to cut the cake and no one knew what to say. Like it, that, that name shouldn't have even been brought up brought into up, that yeah. day. Somebody and should have said hush. 
Well, it would already come out. So, Mike, just a side note to what you said while ago. I really thought Sharon was going to break out into Wilson Phillips, but (laughs) for another episode. Sharon, in all honesty, sometimes I think people even forget about the part about raise your glass. Happens all the time. Uh, Mike and I did a wedding uh, weekend before last. And I, you know, this was a very nice wedding. It was gorgeous. And I realized as they were standing up Beautiful there that, family too. Oh, the sweetest family. But I'm looking at my, I had co-maids of honor and a best man and my bride and my groom. And the caterer had, had done what she was supposed to. The glasses were filled. You know, we were ready to go. I look up there, nobody's holding a glass. You know, I'm trying to go in like stealth style and try to figure out how to hand five people a champagne glass without getting in a photo because I look up there and they don't have a glass. And, you know, what happens is for the most part, most people, when they give a toast, they want to do a very good job. They do take it very seriously and they get nervous. Um, A lot of people are very uncomfortable with public speaking. I've even had cases where someone turned down being a maid of honor because she did not want to have to give a toast. It was that important to her that she turned it down. Um, And I think they get nervous and they just want to get that speech out and they want to do a good job and they forget that it's a toast. And at the end of a toast, you say, so let's raise our glass to whoever and whoever, um, and everybody raises their glass. So you just want to make sure that you don't forget the toast in your toast. Um, <laughs> that's kind of an important part. Well, and you know what? That may be another episode talking about etiquette during uh-huh. a wedding. So we have to work on that. Absolutely. And this is, we have to remember too, not everybody's given a toast before. A lot right. of times people that are in this situation, this is their very first time. And that's why I thought this was such a great topic to talk about um, is just to provide some information, some tips, some red flag, do not do stop sign items. (laughs) Only there was only one that got that much attention, (laughs) but very appropriately. So, um, and I think too, you know, I, if I'm going to get an email from the bridal party, it's going to come from the best man or the maid of honor. And it's going to be about the toast. Um, you know, I, they get my contact information about a month out, the bridal party does. And I always send some tips out for toasting and, um, they're, they're honestly very nervous. And I guess my best, my best advice besides all the tips we've given is just kind of embrace those jitters. Um, because nerves can also bring a lot of good energy. So embrace it, be yourself. You're up there because you were special to that person. You were chosen above other people to be up there. So be yourself and don't forget to smile because you're going to be in a ton of, there's a lot of photos and a lot of video from toast. So, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a bad experience. It can actually be a really special experience. I think this has been great tips, Sharon, honestly. And I think Mike's right. I think, you know, when we do an etiquette etiquette, if I can speak tonight, an <laughs> etiquette episode, then we can actually include some other things in there too. But um, I, I think I'll just go back around to what I say. Um, think about if it was your wedding, how would you want someone to treat it? And then 
give it the same as you would want out of someone else. So Exactly. All right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. Mike, Sharon, anything else before we call this an episode? No, let's just have a toast. Let's toast. Right. Let's raise our glasses. Cheers to the ring, the bling, and all the things. Until next time, everyone take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. If you like what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe button to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things.com for past episodes. And make sure to connect with us on social media. If you would like to help us get the word out about this podcast, make sure to share with your family, your friends, and anyone you know in the wedding business.